0: and welcome to another edition of Just The Facts. I'm Bob Grill and I am joined today by a very special guest. We're excited to have her with us at our Las Vegas studio. Miss Lindsay, how are you?
1: I'm doing well, thank you. How are you? Thanks for having me.
0: I'm doing great. Uh, Lindsay Rodriguez is the executive vice president of Team Velocity with the OEMs, correct?
1: Yes, absolutely. That is my job description.
0: <laughs> Would you tell the audience what you do a little bit for them? And yeah, what's about? Yeah,
1: sure. So um, I work with Team Velocity Marketing and what I do specifically is I manage the overall manufacturer relationships and I work with the manufacturers trying to get them to you know, adopt new products and, and, and really a new mindset. And additionally, um, my team and I serve uh, many of the large dealer groups throughout the country.
0: Nice. You know, um, we wanted to talk today about what is it customers expect. We know that the industry has gone through a lot of change in the last two, two and a half years. You would agree with that, right? Absolutely. The manufacturers continue to go through struggles, uh, creating inventory and, and being able to keep up with the demand. You go to most dealers today and you'll find that most of their sales are pre-sold or inbound inventory or the old order format, right? So that certainly changes the expect of a customer that used to go into a dealership and be able to walk a hundred cars and look for the right color and do all those yeah. things, right? Absolutely. Um, so So what is it that a consumer expects today right you know our, our friends at Google once told us not that long ago actually that what customers find scary today uh, you know you hear Alexa and they hear you looking at a book or looking up a book and next thing you know you get an advertising for the Stephen King novel you're yeah. looking up right well the thing about it is the newer generations want that like it, our older generations like me we found it a little scary right that's a little unnerving if you will but that becomes the new normal that becomes the expectation would you agree with that
1: i would absolutely agree with that and i think you know as we look as at us as our our culture and as a society today you know you look at amazon yeah and i really believe like amazon has set the pace for personalization and what customers expect right so if if I had to enter in my name and my address and my phone number every single time I logged into Amazon. (laughs) You wouldn't do it. (laughs) I wouldn't buy as much stuff on Amazon, right? So, but really that is the pace. Amazon has set that. You know, if Starbucks knows what type of coffee I want and United knows, you know, that I'm on their flight and I could get upgraded and, you know, Verizon tells me every couple years that I can get a new iPhone. I think that is, that is the new norm, right? And I think we are as a as an industry we're a little bit behind on that personalization um, overall I do believe that there are certain companies that are out there that do a really good job of providing that good customer experience but I think as you look at uh, and you just mentioned the younger generation I think it's you know everybody is starting to uh, adopt Boom this way yeah yeah <laughs> we're starting to adopt this way of yeah. living you know I mean, listen, anything I can do, my dad can do too, which is right. like really odd, right?
0: Right, right. <laughs> so, right. <laughs> so you know, we mentioned Amazon, that's probably the juggernaut. Are there other like examples that you can think of Uh, of companies that are out there, whether it's automotive or not, that you think kind of are leading that or or maybe made some adjustments that are helping to what we're describing that our dealers can kind of use as a reference point or?
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, for example, at Team Velocity, right? At Team Velocity, um, we offer customers a personalized experience. So we allow our dealers to adopt our technology and within our technology set, we are providing customers a very, very personalized experience. So when uh, most of the competition I would say that's out there you know you're treating every single customer the same and not just from team velocity I mean overall in in automotive right yeah. in automotive every single customer is the same so if I'm on my you know normal OEM you know standard program I've got my schedule maintenance reminders and so forth well the reality is those are all the same well we need to pay attention to where customers are in their life cycle Have they visited? when's the last time they visited the dealership um, what should we be offering these customers if they haven't stepped foot in our store and they're technically lost should we provide, you know, a, a more aggressive incentive to get them into our stores? Right. Um, additionally, you know, I think we, like Amazon, we can look up our entire purchase history. What's our service history look like? What is our, what is our likelihood to buy something else based on what we've already bought? You know, we should be able to look inside the DMS and kind of trend behaviors and trend certain uh, things that are going to happen.
0: Do you... Do you feel today's consumer expects everything to be digital, online, virtual, or is there still a more personable touch in certain situations, right? Like, do people want just emails and text and pop-ups and all, or do they want a phone call? Do they want at least an invitation to call the dealer, let's say, Or because I think, and I could be wrong. uh, That's why we have people like you who are better at this than us. Not everyone wants to live in a digital space. As much as we try, it's colder. There's nothing nothing as good as interaction if it's a good interaction.
1: I think at the end of the day, we're in the people business, right? Right. So (laughs) it depends on what the person wants. Yeah. But I think in order to talk to the person, you better have a really good online experience too okay so i believe you know as we for example you know transparency is key google has said it you know we say it um we want to provide the right message at the right time through the right mediums and through the right channels um but i think in order to get that consumer to pick up the phone and call yeah um we need to be good at the online part but i don't think it's either or, okay. right? I think it 100% is a combination of both, right? So in, if we talk about transparency and go down there, if our payment is a certain amount um, through the Google ad, they might've just clicked on. So they're searching for, you know, a 2023 Toyota Camry. Yeah. If they're searching for a 2023 Toyota Camry, Google is the new first phone call. Right. right. It's not new anymore, but it's the phone call. You better respond with exactly what they asked for. Yeah. And then, you know, if that payment was, let's say $500, well, when they land on your site, that payment better match too. Right. And then if, you know, the, the obviously we're going down this, you know, digital retailing element too, Um, and everybody, not everybody, but a lot of people are starting to buy cars online. We need to make sure once they hit one of those digital retailing products, that payment matches as well. And so I, I don't think, again, it's an either or. I think it's a both. I'm one of those that is kind of in the in between stage, Mm -hmm. I get to a point where I want to pick up the phone and call and have that personal interaction. I want to feel comfortable. I want to feel like I can trust the person that I'm buying from, not just in the car business and anything I do. Right. Um, There's just something like you said about that human element um, that goes along with it.
0: Yeah. You know, traditional methods of service uh, mailers, let's say for example, and, and, you know, uh, (laughs) still get them in the mail. So it's, I say it's old school. It's still around. But, you know, the proverbial sending me information on a vehicle I got rid of four years ago kind of stuff, you know, um, asking about people that aren't there anymore, you know, uh, how, how, there's an element of that too, right? Like, yeah. when if a consumer gets information that's incorrect, does that go against... The relationship they have with that business even though that business is trying to communicate and trying to stay in touch and trying to stay front of mind if it's the wrong data yeah. isn't that as bad as it gets am i, I over no
1: you're not i mean i i'm similar situation you know i got rid of a car in 2015 and i still get targeted about yeah. and, and mail sent to me about you know it's time to add your service contract well we're in twenty twenty two. You know, right, like right. Got, we're seven years past when I got rid of that car. Um but so they're so but
0: concerned I, you didn't get that warranty
1: yet. Yeah. <laughs> they they are. But additionally, you know, I think it's it's frivolous spending too. Right, right. You know, so if you look at it from both the manufacturer standpoint as well as a dealer standpoint, it's It's spending that doesn't need to happen. And there are many resources out there. I mean, we, we subscribe to what's called sales transaction updates. We don't necessarily know who bought that car, but we know it's registered to a new person, so we should be able to get our data right and know that, Hey, this customer is no longer driving this particular vehicle, which would eliminate that spend. For again, the dealers and the manufacturers marketing to me about you know the car that I no longer own, as as you experience yourself.
0: Yep. Now now, following on your manufacturer uh, partnership, right with your OEMs and so sure. forth. You know we also have partnerships with all of them, and and you know they're facing inventory crunch, they're facing all kinds of stuff, and they've been leaning a little more friendly to the dealer on the used vehicles, right? As right. a matter of fact, a lot of the manufacturers now allow a, a dealer to certify even a non-brand, uh, right? Uh, yes. Although be it not as robust, but they still can do it because they recognize that the dealer's ability to stay in business is often the most important, right? So if you, in your interactions with the manufacturers, do you have you come across that lately? Are they asking for different ways? I know we, you know, we both work with their CPO programs, right? You in a different way on the marketing side, and us from the the actual inventory side, right? Is there any synergy you can put there for what the consumer might expect? Because that's changing too. What the proverbial manufactured image is changing, right? The minute that Ford will put its name on a non-Ford product, that changes. dynamic does it not
1: it it absolutely does and i think you know if you look at um any of the manufacturers really and their openness right now when i meet with the manufacturers um two years ago there was no customer experience person (laughs) so now they are looking at they they most of them have newly appointed high level managers or maybe even executives that are in a customer experience position. And so what they're tasked to do is monitor the customer experience from start to finish. So that includes from the time you start going after a customer all the way through till they buy again. So what they're doing is you talk about, you know, used and they're they're sometimes certifying these vehicles, they're looking at that customer as a future opportunity. Right. They're looking at, so if, you know, I have a customer that's driving a GM and I'm a Ford store, yet I'm certifying that, you know, if, if I provide them a good experience, will they consider, yeah. you know, my brand or, you know, I buy a used Ford, right. And a customer might not even have considered that car before. Well, now they're considering it because they have to, right, right. Right. There's no inventory. So they right. have to consider this car and they have to consider this vehicle. And now how do I get them buying a new one and how do I now keep? Them loyal to my brand, so two different ways to look at it. Yeah, but I think both very, very important. And again, I think the the these people at these OEMs are really tasked with looking at the journey from start to finish.
0: Yeah, you know when CPO first came around, it was Lexus who said, you know, the best new car makes the best used car. Right? Um, they found quickly Mm -hmm. that that was a way for conquest market share for people that wouldn't consider spending all the money on a new one, but would try sort of, and it's a high return rate, right? That's why they still do it. Okay. Do you think there's a, there'll be that ability with off-brand though? Is it, because now you're relying on the dealer experience, not necessarily the brand experience, right? Would you agree with that?
1: I I, I do, but I do feel like um, if you're looking at our world today, service is extremely important too, more than ever more than ever right so i do believe off-brand is important but i also believe that and in conversion will be important in that off-brand but i think overall you know the the dealerships are going to ultimately be responsible providing an even better experience right so
0: I, that, I agree with you there yeah
1: yeah and i and and you know it, you also have to look at typically the dealerships, manufacturers, dealerships, regardless of where you look at it, you know, sales is one department, service is another department. And yeah, they're siloed, right? And so what I am seeing and it's encouraging is they're starting to come together a little bit more. Um, I still think we have a lot of work to do (laughs) there. It's not easy because, you know, you've every, again, they're siloed, there's, Typically, they've done nothing together and now they're starting to do stuff together.
0: Tra- tradition gets in the way once yes, in a while. Yeah,
1: absolutely. And, uh, you know, I think change sometimes gets in the way. Yep. Right. So people naturally are resistant to change. But as you're seeing this world change, and really, we've seen it change significantly in the last couple of years, and yeah. we're all adapting and still adapting. <laughs> um, we're still but, sitting here. Yeah, we're still sitting here. <laughs> right. That's for sure. But it, it hasn't been without some some learning, yeah. some battle wounds and, and so forth, so. Yeah.
0: Well, we, you know, we, we titled this What Customers Expect. So in a, in a brief five minute little thing, could you, can, can I sum up what you feel, what you see, what, what your company is experiencing as to what customers expect today that maybe wasn't the same, let's say two, three years ago and certainly five to 10 years ago, but even sure. as recent as two or three years ago, can you just kind of sum up what we're talking about today?
1: Yeah. So I think overall, what customers expect, and I alluded to it before, you know, we are in a business where people are making their second largest purchase.
0: Right.
1: And with that being said, you know, I'll go back to the Amazon. If we can figure out what customers are buying and building those audiences of, you know, what they're likely to buy next on it, through obviously if if I buy a pair of baseball pants, you know, my, for one of my kids, I might buy a chair next. Right? (laughs) So as simple as that sounds like we have to figure this out in, in, in our industry. So what we do is really focus on again, each unique customer. We focus on um, personalization. So as I mentioned before, the website for example your website today um, probably treats every single customer the same so whether i've bought you know a car at a toyota dealership and you've never bought one bob um we have the very same experience when we hit that that site to buy another car right used new doesn't matter you know or service if we've been a service customer and i say that we're in the business of giving getting customers to give us information. The reality is we need to give them information. Right. right. So again, Amazon, if I had if they knew who I was and I log in every single time, I'm gonna have a very different experience. I don't want to tell you that my name is Lindsay and that I've bought the last three cars from you. And I think that's expected. It should be. It should be expected, right? Right. right. So again, consistency, transparency um, the customers are more educated than they've ever been, right? And they want you to show up to the call. They want to know that what they search for online is what you are delivering to them. Um, and again, making sure that that payment matches across all of the mediums and you, quite frankly, being able to predict their behaviors and sharing with them what's next. I also think, um, you know, you, you talked about the, the digital world a little bit, you know, in I I forget what you mentioned on um, the product, but Siri or whoever's hearing you and then you get retargeted, you know, from that. Um, Yes, it's a little eerie and weird, but today, today. but you're right, Google says a year from now, it's gonna be expected.
0: And you'll be mad if it doesn't happen.
1: Exactly, so you're gonna be mad if it doesn't happen. So I think one thing we've done really, really well is we are looking at a consumer's behavior across from the, you know, Uh, again, initial engagement till the final transaction. And so I say, and my coin line is I'm making invisible customers visible. So customers that we would not ordinarily know are shopping online. I'm tracking every single behavior i know what kind of we know we know what kind of car they're looking at we know the stock number we know if they're printing service coupons we know if they've added them to their apple wallet we know if they're actually transacting and so we can relate all of that back if they've left something and they they started down you know the the purchase funnel and then they defected from the site kind of like amazon we're sending a smart communication to these customers and saying hey did you forget something
0: Right, right, right. So
1: we want to get those customers back and engaged because we know that's the future of our business.
0: So the dealer should be transparent, but the consumer shouldn't be. Is that what you're saying?
1: Um. Well, I think the dealer. No. So, <laughs> so the dealer uh, absolutely should be transparent. But if they bought from us before, we already know we their information. Know. We know their name. We, we know their. It. We don't always use it. So right. that's where we have started using it. We're right. using that information. It's literally they log in one time and we know everything about them from that point forward. So.
0: You know, and finishing up today, this has been awesome. Uh, you know, we, you. we don't always get to, to speak to a person of your caliber and the topic that we're talking about. If a dealer listening today wanted to reach out to Team Velocity, yeah. how would they do that? And would you tell them a little bit about yourself and, and how they could reach you guys?
1: Yeah, so um, again, I work uh, predominantly with the manufacturers and again, the the, the groups um, but what they would do is just reach out to info at teamvelocitymarketing.com um, and you know just send us a note. Um, you can also uh, find us on any of the social media channels um, and reach out and we'll be sure to help you um, throughout the process And again if you just want to pick our brains that's also what we're here for. you know we believe education is key um, in this ever-changing market you know we want we want to share
0: And you guys will follow up correct. <laughs>
1: Oh, we will follow up. You know, one of our core values is serve and accountability. And we truly believe in being accountable and um, serving overall the the dealers and manufacturers and our partners.
0: Well, Lindsay, this has been very enjoyable. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me. And for all of our dealer partners out there, thank you for watching this one. And we'll see you on the next one. Take care, everybody.
1: Thank you.